John Gill and the Ones in White Robes, written by Chip Thornton. That John Gill believes in a 1,000-year personal reign of Christ on earth is without question. He wrote a discourse on it called Of the Millennium. That he sees a glimpse of this 1,000-year reign in Revelation 7, verses 9 through 17, is somewhat surprising. The Apostle John sees a great multitude clothed in white robes. Most interpreters see this scene as occurring in the invisible heavenly realm. Gill sees this as a preview of worship in the millennial kingdom, and he provides some exegetical justification for this position. The justification for Gill's position. First, Gill suggests the purpose of the vision is to relieve John's mind because of the horror of the trumpet and vile judgments he is about to witness. See Gill's comments on Revelation 7, verse 9. Therefore, he receives an advanced showing of the millennial kingdom. Second, he suggests Revelation 7, verse 14b parallels Revelation 20, verse 4b. Revelation 7, verse 14b states, And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Revelation 20, verse 4b states, Also I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for the testimony of Jesus and for the word of God, and those who had not worshipped the beast or its image on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Third, he suggests Revelation 7, verse 15, parallels Revelation 22, verse 3. Revelation 7, verse 15 states, Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple, and He who sits on the throne will shelter them with His presence. Revelation 22, verse 3 states, No longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and His servants will worship Him. Note this. Gill takes the new heaven and new earth not as the eternal heaven, our final destination, but rather, quote, the glorious state of the church during the thousand years of Satan's binding, close quote, which ushers the saints into the eternal heavens. See Gill's comments on Revelation 21, verse 1. Fourth, he suggests Revelation 7, verses 16 and 17, parallel Revelation 21, verses 4 and 6. Revelation 7, verses 16 and 17 state, They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Revelation 21, verses 4 and 6. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, 
nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. Thus Gill concludes, This scene fast-forwards John to the millennial kingdom to see all true believers from all of time worshiping before the throne of Christ. Gill describes it this way, Wherefore, many interpreters understand this vision of the saints in heaven, but it rather respects the millennium state or the thousand years reign of Christ with his saints on earth. All the elect of God that ever were, are, or shall be in the world, the great tribulation out of which they came is not to be restrained to any particular time of trouble, but includes all that has been, is, or shall be. Close quote. See John Gill comments on Revelation 7, verses 9 and 14. Reflections. As we track through the book of Revelation with Gill, our echoing critique has been his arbitrary connections of text to history. He calls this prophetic history. We find less of that in this exposition. A few thoughts. First, we can grant exegetically many of the parallels he points out. At times, they are nearly word for word. For example, he shall wipe away every tear from their eyes is exactly the same construction in Greek in both Revelation chapter 7 verse 17 and Revelation chapter 21 verse 6. This is strong exegetical evidence Gill may be on the right track. However, second, if we follow Gill into the millennium here, it seems we are adopting the amillennial recapitulation view. That is, the events of Revelation are not chronological. Others, like Grant Osborne, primarily a futurist premillennialist, preserve the chronology by suggesting the 144,000 who are sealed, quote, are next seen in heaven wearing white robes, close quote. The obvious concern with the recapitulation view is there are no controlling parameters. We can mix and match texts to make our preferred view or timeline work. Third, we detected an apparent inconsistency in Gill's position, which is unusual for Gill. Human creatures wearing white robes are also mentioned earlier in Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. There, Gill sees them as a different group altogether, namely, martyrs slain before the sixth seal is opened. I suppose Gill might argue that those seen in Revelation chapter 6 ultimately join those in Revelation chapter 7 in the millennial kingdom, but it doesn't completely solve the dilemma. 
Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 11 seems to delineate these blood martyrs from non-martyred Christians who might have passed away of natural causes or otherwise. There are ways around this, I suppose, but we have to dance around it, and dancing rarely aligns with sound exegesis. Gill certainly has given us some things to ponder. We appreciate his more exegetical approach to this paragraph than his usual prophetic history approach, which sees the vision as representing Emperor Constantine's victorious pro-Christian reign. A glimpse of the millennial kingdom in Revelation chapter 7 verses 9 through 17 is not outside the realm of possibility. Yet we are not entirely convinced either. His view will trigger other interpretational decisions which we will come to in due time.